that good for you a podcast all about sex and relationships we cover everything from kinks to long distance dating and everything in between today's topic is the hot boy musician stereotype so very fitting for this is a repeat guest my good friend ryan scott graham hi (laughs) excited to be back uh, a little nervous because I didn't know that I was a hot guy. I am a musician, but I appreciate that. A hot guy musician. You uh, have you have stands. I have some some stands. I'm I I don't know if I'm particularly the the hot guy in my band. Okay. But I don't know. I appreciate that. I, I'll take it as a compliment. Well, that's actually a good segue. Like, is there always one hot guy of every band? It just doesn't matter. The lead singer is the hot guy. Like he could be the ugliest guy, but he's just the hot guy. Always. Always. Well, wait, what about, oh, there's one band I know. What about Pete Wentz? <sighs> okay, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's definitely the hot guy. I mean. So this is, I don't mean this any disrespect, yeah. but like, is Pete Wentz the exception because the lead singer is like, not that he is, but like, I, I can't even picture what he looks like. Is he just like exceptionally unattractive? I wouldn't say he's, yeah, I, okay, I would say he's unattractive, <laughs> but. I think Pete Wentz is just like the face of the band, and it's it's odd for the lead singer to not be the face of the band. Got so it. I, it's just one of those things. But. Got it. So I want to do this episode. This I want to do this as like a series. So I want to do like other stereotypical like hot guys. So yeah. I want to do like the guy on like a teen show that has like a lot of stands, okay. which I have. I have a guy I've dated that could be perfect for that. You have access to that. I have access to that. <laughs> and then I want to do um, like the bad boy. Like I want to get like a guy who's like been to jail and has like face tattoos. That's absolutely hot. What Don't, about Skater? Skater, great one. Skater yeah. is a great one because I see so many memes, especially lately, about like, is he hot or is he just on a skateboard? <laughs> I was just going to say that. I have to ask myself the same question. Tattoo artist mm-hmm. is a great one. Every tattoo artist to me, when I walk into a tattoo shop, everybody working there, male or female, is sexually attractive to me, even if they're not like actually attractive. And why do they like always have like the nicest hair? Always. It's tattoo always artist like is like slicked. the pompadour. Yes, it always looks so nice. Or they have like the shaved sides. A nice fade. They always dress nice. Yeah. It's just like you fall into that mm-hmm. stereotype and you're like, I guess I'm a hot guy now. If you just do something that's like kind of hot. Exactly. Like you excel at something, you ex- you're yes. a little bit hotter. Exactly. Yeah. So one thing I want to start off with, just kind of casual, when did you get into music? Um, I would say, I mean, I've always loved music, I guess, but I started playing music in high school. Okay. Uh, I was a, I was a baseball guy before that, and then went to a, like a local show and saw a bunch of hot guys. And thought, thought <laughs> I was like, I would like to do that. I would like to be that. So were you not jock hot guy before that? Because that's another one. I was like a bully. You what? <laughs> I was like a bully. You were a bully. Yeah, in middle school, I was like, uh, I was like jersey sweatpants kind of guy. Okay. And I thought I was cool, but like I was really insecure. So I was like, <laughs> but I was bigger than everybody, so I like would just be the bully. But that's also like what makes a guy hot in high school. Insecure, but like overly confident because of it. So no, so this was middle school. Oh, this I would was say middle school. By by high school. Uh, I had really bad acne, and I was like, I was painfully weird. I was okay. like, the only person in my high school wearing girl pants. <laughs> I would wear a bandana around my neck like every day, like, like French style. No, like like hot topic hipster. Oh type my! Pants. 
like the sweatband, the American, the deep V-necks. Like I was like just that kid. Like, but it wasn't a crowd. It was you. It was you were I that was crowd. The only person looking like that. So I I got bullied. Right. So the tables turned probably for uh, for the better. So when did you? So what year of high school did you start playing? Probably tenth grade. Tenth grade. Okay. 10th grade. And so was it for the girls at all? Like was it was did that cross your mind? Like was it a thing of like maybe I'll like be luckier with the ladies? Not really. Not at all? Like, I love attention. I always have. <laughs> but I don't think it was necessarily, like, for... Like, honestly, I just didn't really have a purpose, I guess. I kind of felt like okay. I was missing something. Baseball I, wasn't feeling that for you? No, not really. Okay. My parents were upset about that, but whatever. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, like, people always pick up a guitar for that reason, like, for the girls, but, like... I want to say that I did, but I did. I don't think I did. I have started trying to pick up guitar during quarantine, mm. and I will admit that it's a hundred percent for the girls. Okay, I respect that. I'm sorry. Have Matt. you got any? <laughs> None. But I also <laughs> haven't been able to post yet because I'm like I at least need to know how to play like one riff before I like post because then I'm way too much of a poser. But I also have child hands, and it's been really hard. What about a I little can't guitar? hold all the notes at once. Whatever chord that is. That's my that's my really. mom's problem too. It's tough for late for a girl girly to small hands. It's really tough. And I have like a child. I have like a mini strat. Okay. And it's still very tough for me. But there's definitely a part of it that's like I want to do this. This is cool. Like hear a song and be like, damn, I want to be able to play that. But there's definitely a part of me that's like I'm also gonna look fucking cool as hell. You're definitely gonna look cool. So it's like there's definitely a part of that that's like appealing. I think yeah. to it. I'm gonna I pause think, this really quick. Sure. I think people posting like them playing online is cool and like if you're good and you're good looking yeah but i like am so nervous to do it i don't know why i feel like it, it, it there's a fine line of like being lame and being cool for sure i get that i see certain people doing it and i'm like shut up and i see certain people doing it <laughs> yes. and i'm like oh this is cool i will say as a viewer it's cool when you do it okay but Thank maybe you. it's because you're like a little insecure about it so you're coming at it with a humbleness that i'm catching on to and I like. I appreciate Versus like that. the guys who were like, just gonna play this really quick. And it's like, dude, shut up. But I think if I were hotter, I would be that guy. I look at those guys and I'm like, you're so hot and cool. And like, you're probably douchey, but you get away with it. 100%. I don't think I would get away with that. Because people know me. And they're like, that's not you. For sure. That makes sense. But I also think there's something to be said about a guy who is too hot mm. that everything he does becomes douchey. Oh, it's just annoying. Like, that's how I feel about the dude from the 1975. It's Fair. like, he's hot and I can, I can appreciate his hotness and like, I'm not above him in any way. Like, I, if I was single, I don't know if I'd fucking turn him down. <laughs> but there's something about him that's like, you're so hot and you've been... You, you're you've been told that you're so hot for so long but that it's it, 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 I smell it on you. Is and it, he hot because he's a musician though? Is it one of those things? So I personally, when I look at that guy, I think you probably were a little bit dorky before you. You think so? Wrote songs. Yeah. I think so too. I, I get that. I think that he has another hot factor of him, and this is a terrible thing to say, but he has that like kind of like druggy look to him i know what you mean and if he's always naturally had that then to me he's always been hot i think probably he has because when i listen to his music i mean it's it sounds like very autobiographical yeah it like sounds like he has some demons absolutely and that's hot demons are hot. demons are hot. <laughs> demons are undeniably hot demons are undeniably hot <laughs> oh, wow. oh my god okay so 
So your social status going into music was nerdy. Yeah, I think so. And it was it was like it okay so I okay it was nerdy but it was like I was the guy everybody knew me because I was like the class clown okay okay so I was accepted in many different circles so you weren't like a pariah you weren't like a social pariah like no you were nerdy but like people still liked you yeah okay for sure I was that way too I was kind of the female version of that I like okay. wasn't cute enough to get the guys but I was still cute enough to get invited to the parties because oh, I like had a pretty good personality absolutely that so. was me for sure. <laughs> So, did you notice when you started publicly being a musician, even if you weren't like in a band yet, like playing, like having a guitar with you, maybe being in band, (laughs) did you notice a shift with women? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really? I I, I think like, yeah, no doubt. I, I think when I like started becoming a little bit more confident on guitar, like unfortunately I have to say I was the guy who brought guitar to school like every once in a while you have to in high school you're so insecure you have to latch on to whatever makes you cool yeah. and you have to make it your thing and so i get that so for whatever reason the girls that like i would have never expected to like look at me or talk to me yeah were like kind of looking at me a little differently because yeah. i had a guitar so i i guess like i kind of i kind of became a little bit cooler really a little hotter so like freshman year to senior year big difference oh by senior year i was boss <laughs> <laughs> Like, the percentage that you were, like, getting, like, I don't know, what's, like, high school, like, second, third base, increased by, like, 100%. It increased. It increased quite a bit. There's a guy whose name, I literally can't remember his first or his last name. I can barely remember what his face looks like, to be honest. I can kind of just picture his, like, silhouette in my high school, who was similar. There was, like, not a lot of guys who were, like alternative at the time yeah. and he was and he was like played a played an instrument was in a band but like none of his bandmates like went to my high school so mm-hmm. he was very much like one of those guys that was like wasn't cool but didn't really care definitely had his like homies outside of school so like, yeah. it didn't really matter to him right nobody knew his fucking name <laughs> for like freshman through through junior year mm-hmm. and then senior year easily in the top three hottest girls in my high school her name was natalie decided that she liked him and so he went being a musician to the top. in my high school was not a cool thing because right. I'm like from Miami. It was like you were either like a jock or you weren't cool mm-hmm. or, or you were rich and you like drove like a Nissan 350Z. There was like no <laughs> other type of cool. You were either like douchey cool with like yeah. a loud car or you were a jock. Absolutely. And so it, even for him, who was probably hot by default of being a musician, was like still not not cool in my high school. Mm-hmm. And she was the she was the, like the girl who thought a musician was hot. And so she, like, nice. literally made him her boyfriend, of course, because, like, at, if you're the top three hottest girls in you your high school, you pick who you, pick want. Who yeah, you want. absolutely. And, oh, my God. It was, like, something from a fucking... Like, people think those movies are exaggerated They're about high school. They're not. It was, like, within a week, every girl thought he was hot. He was sitting with the cool guys. That's all it takes. It was so. the craziest thing. And the craziest part was he ended up cheating on her. Because he got cocky. Because he got cocky. He got cocky. He He became the stereotypical. It's like being a musician was like cool for him because it was like his friends. Yeah. And like it didn't, nothing else really mattered. And then the second like he attached being a hot guy musician, it like changed his personality. I think that that happens like probably way more than you actually know. I I think like my friends and I have a kind of like an inside joke where like, if a, like a hot celebrity starts dating somebody that like you don't you've never heard of or you're mm-hmm. not necessarily ever you know you don't care about whatever and then they just like shoot to social status like yes. stardom 
it's just that celebrity deciding like, okay, you're allowed, well, this is a little bit different because it's rich, but so we say you're allowed to be rich now. Like, you're, you're given the pass <laughs> to like be pass. rich, but like you're also given the pass to be hot now. Yes. Like, because other people will be like, oh, he dated so-and-so, like he's 100%. definitely hot. A hundred percent. I feel that way about Pete Davidson. Okay. Pete Davidson is hot in that like, you know, crackhead tattoo way. <laughs> sure. But even so, he w- wasn't hot boy status. No. He had been on SNL before he dated Ariana Grande. He was an yeah. SNL cast member. So he was like rich mm-hmm. and like famous in the comedy world. But the second that they started dating, like he's like ubiquitous hot now. Like if you ask 20 yeah. girls in LA who like top three hottest guys are, like a decent amount of them are going to, he's going to be on their list. Yes. And he, he can pick now. And he can pick now. He's allowed to pick. But it was because Ariana picked she him. She gave him the pass. Behind every hot guy is a hot woman who gave him hot guy status. The, the key. The Literally, key. You were handed <laughs> the, the key. key. Like this is like, okay, hot now. Exactly. It's crazy. Are. So do you have a specific moment or like memory where you, the first time that you got like musician specific attention female attention like the first time that you were like okay okay this is what it's like ah man that's actually really that's like a great question because (laughs) i don't know if there's like a specific like girl or like moment that like that happened but but i remember being just like the local guy okay and you oh you're from a small smaller town too right smaller town in michigan so like when people outside of my high school like started kind of knowing me and my music, like that was when I'm like, okay, something's like kind For of sure. stirring here. Was this MySpace days? Oh, absolutely. Like you're putting your music on MySpace? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. At MySpace. So MySpace, I think, did more for me, for my hotness than the really? music actually did. Well, that makes sense because there's like, there was at that time... And you're a couple years older than me, but I yeah. was still like in that, I was born in 93, so I was still in that MySpace yep. cool era where it's like, there were such thing as MySpace guys. Like, MySpace hot famous MySpace guys. Fam- MySpace famous. For sure. Was at, it was the, that's the, that's the OG influencer. So I think I was like, so you were MySpace re- famous? regionally MySpace <laughs> famous, like, like uh, substantially locally MySpace famous. Right. Because I had... And I, I'm embarrassed to admit it now, but there was a photo shoot that I did for my band at the time. Okay. We were called the Dry Leaf Project. Okay. For whatever reason. And it was me and one other guy. We were sitting on a washer and dryer okay. in a wife beater, completely soaked. I was <laughs> I was completely soaking wet and he was dry. Hot boy so shit. We were, so I was like, you know, doing the face and I like had just gotten like a t- my first tattoo, which okay. was a fucking chest, chest piece. Yeah. And but was, also big deal for that age. Like tattoos are like instantly hot at that yeah. age versus now like everyone has a few. But like at, exactly. that, at that age, it's like, oh my God, MySpace guy who can play an instrument, who has a chest piece? A, a tattoo. Oh my God. It doesn't matter what your personality is like at this point. Yeah, but, that, getting, but that's why MySpace was great because then I was like, you have a picture and like I can write whatever funny bullshit on there that right. I want. Right. You don't have to know me, but the sopping wet washing washing machine picture was was kind of what did it for me and really that was a promo picture for my band so wow. that kind of was like a thing damn and i just remember it was my myspace picture forever because it had kind of launched you into a new era big, i mean yeah hot boy into a, a stratosphere of hotness wow that i hadn't experienced before so were you like getting hit up on myspace by girls 
So I think my messages were more well received after that. Got Not it. necessarily like Got being it. hit up, but like I wasn't being left on red anymore. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah. I was joining the the whore trains or whatever it was called. Am I allowed to say whore trains? Whore trains. What, that was whore, a remember? thing. I can't believe they were called whore trains. I know. Well, there's a lot of things now weird. from the early 2000s that I'm like, that's crazy. We were watching a we were watching a season of Survivor the other night, and it was season seven, so it came out like literally probably like 20 years ago. Yeah. And you know how they always have two different tribes. Mm -hmm. This one season was men versus women. Great. We literally had to turn it off after like 15 minutes because it was so sexist. Sure. And I can like roll with the punches on that shit, especially when it's just like aged out. I can yeah. like be fine with it. And it was like literally the guys would be like, what do you guys think? You guys think I bet you the girls are all just sitting around their tent with their tits out talking about their boyfriends. It was like, you think it was parody. <laughs> oh like it was the crazy. It was like. I cannot believe this is real. Oh, that's so crazy. But yeah, the shit that you could get away with, horror trains, is a good example of that. Just like all that shit was crazy. MySpace, man. But that's also a good segue into, so I feel like there's this common theme of girls who want to date a musician, right? Like For they sure. want to date. Um, and I feel like with those girls, they have to act like they don't know the band or that they don't care about the band. That definitely In your exists. experience, do musicians, do musicians really not date fans? Or are there levels? Like, will you date a fan but not a stan? So, there's definitely levels. Okay. I think, for the most part, musicians are trying not to date a fan. Why? Um, I don't... For me, like, I don't, re I don't necessarily, like, want that, like, kind of, like, leg up type thing. Like, I don't want... Okay. I don't want her to, like, initially... Like, idolize Like you? me because of something that isn't, like, necessarily me or whatever. Okay. I mean, I guess it's it's a core part of me is like being a musician and like right. doing music, but I don't know. Like, it just feels like dirty. It feels weird. Okay, you do you feel like it's you're like slightly taking advantage? I think that you probably can. In some situations, you probably can. Okay. Um, so definitely not a stan. You definitely am not. You're not. It can't be like a super fan who's like tweeting you once a week and no, shit. Like, no, no. At that point, I feel like they're also usually young. So that's, I'm sure, a thing. I mean, there's like you'd, a 30... be you'd be surprised. The, the <laughs> age of old stands? The age of stands uh, can get quite up there. <laughs> it can get up there. Okay. Um, so it's just more about like... Is it more about like the personality type? Like, is it like... For me, I can say that as a non-musician because I'm not going to like ostracize any fans. But like for sure. me, it's like if somebody is like, oh, I've like, I follow you on Instagram. You know, you're cute. That to me is like... I'm not even a fan. But no, like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But like if somebody, I like went on a date and then I found out they had DM'd me like 20 times, it's like that person's free to do whatever they want. It's fine if they really like me and love the podcast or yeah. something. But I think there's like a sense of like somebody who is talking to someone that they don't know personally that much, to me is just a personality trait that mm. I'm not necessarily physically or sexually attracted to. Yeah. I think there's just like a sort of a disconnect between some stands who, like you said, like will message you as if I guess they kind of like know you right. or think that they know you right. or like, you know, because I like your music, I have the, all this access to you and I'm entitled 
to your response right. and I'm entitled to your attention as well. And they also have like a perceived version of you at that point. Exactly. So yeah, they've probably never hung out with me. They've probably only, you know, experienced the, the bits that we put online right. or, or whatever else. Like maybe we've met in person, but yeah, it's never like that full scope of like, I don't want that person to think that they want to date me or like have a relationship with me if they literally don't know me. Right. And I think that's a lot of like where the disconnect between stands and their and the musicians are. A fan, like a casual fan, I think is completely different because okay. I've definitely met like a person at a show that I'm like, oh, this person is interesting to me. This person's good looking. Right, right, right. And it didn't really bother me that they were there for the show. I guess, but then the level of like what like what were they there for? Were they there even there for right. my band? If they weren't there for my band, that's even better. Okay. Um, so I definitely have met, uh, I met a girl and we had a, a night together. Got it. Um, I met her at the show. And but it, she was, it was not, a champ show. She, it was, it was a, it was an a day to remember show. Okay. Uh, we were on the bill, we were playing. Got it. And she was not there for my band and had never heard of my band because okay. we were the opener. Is that hot to you? It was hot to me because the attraction was just like, this feels like me right. meeting you at a bar right. or me meeting you at the park. Like, right. you were not there for my band. You probably didn't even know I was on stage or, you know, because there was thousands of people there. Like, you, right. I mean, so for me, that was like, okay, we made eye contact. I thought you were hot. It feels genuine. Exactly. Okay. And so we went to the bar after that and, you know, whatever else. But right. like, if I were to meet her and she was like, Oh my god, I love your band. Right. Like, I just bought a t-shirt. Or like at a meet and greet or yeah. something. I'm not I'm less likely to be like, let's go get a drink. Right. As a sexually attracted or romantically whatever. Right. First we can a, get a drink as a, as a homie. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So this is a hypothetical. Okay. But what if a person made the argument that Everybody, everybody sees someone and is attracted to them based off of something surface level. Mm -hmm. So for me as a fan, that thing is just that you happen to play in a band that I really like. And that's like something about you that I think is cool. I also want to get to know you on a more deeper level. Is that like an argument that you could get on board with? I mean, I think that exists. I think that's definitely a okay. thing. Because I, mean, I feel like we both, you probably more than I do, know people in bands whose girlfriends were, and, they, and knowingly, Fans of theirs before. Maybe not stands, yeah, yeah, but yeah. fans of theirs yeah, before. Absolutely. And I think some of those girls, I don't know all of them, but I think that there are some of them who are just like, yeah, I think it's it's hot to me that I'm dating a guy that was in a band that I liked. I also love this person. Sure. And now we're on a deeper level. Yeah, I think so, it, can, it can evolve into that Got as well. it, got it. But I can see it also being more of a gamble. Yeah. That, see, that's where I think like I kind of stray away from it because I'm like, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be worth the risk. Right. Like, not that it's like a risk in a, like a, oh, this is like a sketchy thing. Right. But like, it, you know, your time. Right. Your time, your energy, your effort, whatever is a risk. Absolutely. But I think that I've probably done that. I've, I've definitely seen female artists that I'm like, this, this, this girl is hot. Right. Because she's playing a song, right. I don't know anything about her. But I like the I song, would and get she's cool to on know stage. Her if right, she were right, to talk right, to me. right, absolutely, for sure. So yeah. In that situation, would you play down how much you liked the band, her band, or her music? I I am always the person that like probably I'm I'm always the person who's complimentary. Okay, good. That's so good. So if I if I like something, I don't like to like pretend like I don't. I fucking 
cannot stand when people do that to when me. When people like water down their interests or whatever if, to if make themselves seem If we kicked ass that night and you want to tell us that we kicked ass, like I am so I'm, I'm like happy to yeah, hear that. Right. But yeah, don't pretend like you. Oh yeah, like I've heard of you guys. Like well, you know, like right. Like, I'm like you just fucking. It's I just cooler, saw you it's, moshing. It's like, cooler <laughs> just be like yeah, like I fuck with you guys. That's yeah, sick. Absolutely. For I, sure. I'm gonna be that person all day. Okay, so that's good. What percentage, I don't know if you can answer this without throwing some of your homies under the bus, what percentage of hot band guys are dicks? And in your opinion, in your experience? Uh, I mean, at least 50. At least 50? It's half, for sure. Okay. That actually feels generous. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably being generous. (laughs) It's probably more like 70. Um, Why is that? Is it because they've been just gassed up so hard? Yes. Yeah, there's, I don't think there's really any other reason. It's like you are – you've been given – like so there's a thing like when – I guess when you kind of become like uh, known mm-hmm. that people like to just give you stuff and people okay. like to do things for you and you get into places for free mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other thing. And I think like that kind of transfers over to um, I guess relationships yeah. or like even your interactions with people. It's just like – why aren't you get, like if you're not getting that attention? Why aren't you giving that to me? Right. You know. Right, so I right. think it, you know there's that kind of like entitlement that comes along with it. For sure. But also like I feel like if you're a hot person, you've always been hot. It's just it is kind of like hard to fault that person for that. Be- right. Because they only probably, know it one way. Exactly. But I still think you're a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And especially a guy. And again, this is kind of rare, but it definitely exists. Uh, a guy who has always been hot, has always gotten attention, and then became a musician and got like on a on a totally other level. I think you're probably the worst type of person if that's you. Absolutely. Because you <laughs> you were like already getting everything because you were hot, and then you you got like if you were gold level, you become platinum. Yeah. After that. You know what I'm saying? Like you evolved. Yeah, for sure. You went from fucking Charmander to Charizard. <laughs> For sure. So uh, another stereotype is that guys in bands are emotionally unavailable. You're in a committed relationship. So that's not true. And actually, as is every single guy in your band. So I think there's a point in your life when you decide that like being emotionally unavailable is not, it doesn't really matter anymore. Okay. For me, I think for the, for the, I I would say probably for the longest time I was completely unavailable. I was unavailable. Okay. Did was that linked at all per- to you being a musician? Purposefully. Okay. Why? Yeah. Uh, because, like you said, I mean, you do kind of like. I. It sucks to like fucking say some of this stuff out loud, but like you do kind of. I feel like maybe have a chance with some people that maybe you wouldn't have. like. Right. A, no, a, you want to keep a, your options an oppor- open. An opportunity to talk to somebody to get to know somebody. Um, so like. Yeah, I think for the longest time, I was just always, like, just seeing what's out there. Right, right. Well, but also, you're afforded this, and this isn't a bad thing, this is a great thing, you're afforded this opportunity to get lots of attention, Mm -hmm. to travel the world, to have people, as much as some of it may be surface level, give you a chance that you might not have gotten otherwise. Like, as much as it sounds almost, like, counterintuitive, it's like, you're... People get to know you 
And maybe it's disingenuous in the beginning because it's the fact that you have a guitar in your hand. Right. But, like, that person might not have gotten to know you otherwise. For sure. And that can lead to a very real connection. And well, it's something I think can start weird yeah. and still blossom into something really, really nice. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like, for, for you know, right out of high school and on, like, I was a, I was a horny guy. Right. I was, like, excited You're about You're sowing your wild oats. Yeah, I was excited about the attention that I was getting. I was excited about the people that I was meeting. And one of the things that you said, I think, is is like really important to, to to note is the you know seeing the world, like meeting people from uh, you know other countries yeah. and, and other continents and, and all over the world that you definitely would never have met if you had never if you didn't have the opportunity to be in a band to For go sure. to those places, play those shows. And I think a lot of people, you know, I, I guess I'm like getting off the topic of of like uh, unemotionally available, but or um, emotionally unavailable, but you know, like. I always say that, the, like, soulmates to me are kind of, um, like, maybe a myth. I agree with that. Because there are so many people that you can meet, that you have the opportunity to meet, that you could fall in love with, that you could end up with if you put in that time, effort, 100%. energy, whatever, blah, and blah, if, blah. Or if one little thing went differently or exactly. whatever. I think soulmates are, I think the believing in soulmates are are can be ruin relationships. It can because the problem with that is I believed in soulmates for a long time, as I think most people did. But also, like I'm a female, and like for a while I was straight, so yeah. like I was like very much ingrained with like right. the the soulmate idea. And I think the problem with that is you go into every single relationship thinking that that person is your soulmate, and that's a lot of pressure. So I to started put on a relationship. yes. So I started going to relationships thinking like. Oh, somebody else could be my person. Right. So, so you're not. You're almost like not giving them I everything. I wasn't giving anybody like the full me. Right. Because I was like, well, what if I meet this person here, and I, you know, I'm attracted to this, and and I want to, you know, like every path was like an exciting thing for right. me. I'm like, this possible path could my life could be completely different if I go down this path with this person. Right. And so I was given those opportunities, and I was kind of like. I guess it, it does come across as like a very cocky or like maybe douchey thing to the person that maybe you're you're giving more attention to because it's really hard to explain that to somebody that uh, loves you or, or even course. or even likes you. Like I love you too, but like I want to see what else is out there. It's like a really hard thing to say to someone. Exactly, especially if they believe in. They don't a believe soulmate. somebody else is out there better e for exactly. them. Exactly, for sure. So for me, for 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 probably, I mean. Yeah, seven or eight years. That's I was operating that way. Right. And so I still definitely think that, but I have a person now that I like giving that time energy. Right. And that to. kind of ticks the boxes that make you happy in the moment. Exactly. And I think that's fine. I think too. A lot of times with soulmates, people, people think that like if there's like one disconnect, like oh this person isn't my soulmate, and right. then they write off the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I saw this tweet the other day, and it, it went viral, and that pissed me off even more. And it was like. The right, uh, the your your person will know exactly how to deal with you, hmm. and I was like, that's that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, what? Like, even if there is soulmates, that person's still meeting you for the first. Like, yeah. nobody's gonna just know you, and like, there's this fucking magic god or whatever the fuck is up there is gonna like put this knowledge in their head that like they know exactly your love language and how to deal with you when you're right. upset. Like, every relationship takes work. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. So like. 
ingraining the idea that that, that one day you're going to find a person who's just going to magically it's know gonna exactly it's going to be easy yeah. is so so detrimental to relationships Absolutely. and I, I almost i didn't like you know i'm i'm a lot less confrontational than some people on Twitter, including your girlfriend. She probably would have quote, t- quote, quote tweeted it if she had, if she she had like, thought of it. She would have like, what the fuck is this Exactly, shit? exactly. So I, I, I just said, fuck it. But I really wanted to because I wanted, I don't want young girls to, especially to read that and be like, write off somebody. Waiting for that Waiting to happen. for this to happen because it's yeah. never going to happen. No. It is literally never going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and not even soulmates. Like, I think like even romantic and sexual relationships that I was in, I kind of operated that way too. Right. It was just like, well, do I want to put in the work to make that? Like, if this sexual relationship isn't as good as I want it to be, like, am I going to put in the work to, to like make it better? Mm-hmm. Or do I see what else is out there? Right. So I, I, I definitely like kept everybody at arm's length. And do you feel like you almost had the privilege of being able to do that on a bigger level because yeah. you were in a band and because you were meeting so many more people and you had access to so many more people. I don't think at the time I maybe knew that, but like looking back for sure. Right. Cause like an, uh, a, you know, unattractive by society standards guy who's like an accountant in Boise, Idaho might have that same feeling, but there's a lesser chance that he's going to end it with somebody who hits 50% of his boxes because like his pool is smaller. For sure. Versus somebody who has access to the world essentially. It's easier for them to kind of hop around and be like, no, it's fine because like you know you're going to find someone who's at least going to like make you feel somewhat good in the next town. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's, it can get lonely. It can definitely get lonely, yeah. for sure. Well, because like you said, you're not giving your whole self to anyone. And I was kind of wondering, like, I was kind of, like, waiting, like, oh, is somebody going to come around that's going to make me feel that way? Yeah. Uh, where I don't want to have to do this. And so, yeah, eventually somebody did, you know, maybe not check every single box. But it was like, okay, you know, I want to put in the work now. Right. They're worth it. For sure. So what's the difference between someone like you or other guys who have found that versus, like, these John Mayer types, let's say, who musician has access to a million yeah. girls is now what forty six or something. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't found someone. Still kind of like Peter Pan a little bit. I like, don't think he I, like. I think there are just people that don't care about like needing to be in like that relationship. Okay, so do you think some people, and especially guys in bands who almost have this stereotype that they might not even be are like put under more of a lens like for John Mayer he's like seen as a douchebag but maybe he just doesn't want to be in a relationship See but I'm, he's held to a higher standard yeah. because he's a musician so I think there are there. other things that make John Mayer probably a douchebag <laughs> right right but, right, right. Uh, I, th- I think he does probably get a bad rap because he is like a sexual guy right. like a, a publicly sexual guy and he's been with multiple famous women yeah famous women but at the same time when I think about John Mayer I'm like that is somebody who cares so much about his profession and his craft and, and like what he's good at that maybe he would rather put the time and energy into that rather than like trying to find a, a relationship that is potentially going to blossom or For be sure. fruitful or whatever. For like, sure. You know, there, there, there are those workaholic people who their relationships suffer because they're workaholics. Yeah. So I think maybe he's, he's, he's realized like my relationship would probably suffer because I know what type of person that I am. Absolutely. And there were there was there were times where I thought that too. Like I'm like, dude, I'm always touring. I'm yeah. always on the road. For and if sure. I'm not, I'm doing this other thing music wise. So I'm like, 
if I get in a relationship, is that a selfish thing for me to do? For sure. And, you know, I, I guess I probably, like, use that as an excuse for a bit, but... But it's also valid. But it's, but it's valid. It's valid. It is for sure. So that's interesting, because that's almost the opposite spectrum of, like, a guy who is, like, a, a universally attractive and, like, plays guitar really mm. well is also kind of put under, like, a microscope, and, like, everything they do is scrutinized. Like, everything goes back to them being a hot guy musician. Mm -hmm. Even when, like you said, they could be doing something totally unselfishly, or maybe not even not even generously, but just doing their own thing. Like, not with, like, any sort of, like, regard for, like, oh, fuck these bitches, I'm going to fuck them all. Right. More about, like, just doing their own thing. But, like, they're going to be seen as a douchebag. Yeah. They're always going to be seen I'm as a douchebag. I'm probably giving John Mayer ben the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> honestly. Like, there are definitely guys out there who are just like, you know, it's sick that I can fuck whoever I want. Of course. And I'm, I'm just not worried about it. Of course. Um... I don't know. I don't really know if I know any of those guys personally. Maybe I, there's probably one or two in my life that I know like that. That are just straight up douchebags. That are just, just like, like want to fuck whoever they want to fuck, yeah, whatever they want to fuck. Yeah, and I don't think there's any way around like not thinking that that type of guy is like a dick. That's hard for me it's because sucks. I I can see that guy is not a dick. Yeah. But that's because I don't know that guy. And because he didn't do it to me. Right. Exactly. I, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like I can understand a guy, a, a person, male or female, who wants to fuck everything that moves, that lets them consensually. Yeah. Is not necessarily as long a bad as you're going, person. Yeah, as long as you're going about it in a way that's like not sketchy. Right, and that's shitty. the issue is I think that sometimes, I mean, it takes, it takes two to tango, but I, I've grappled with this before where it's like, if a guy doesn't say he wants a relationship or maybe outright says he doesn't want a relationship, that's then on the other person to decide if they want to like hook up with that person right. or be involved with that right. person. I don't, I think a lot of guys lead girls on because they know they're going to get, you know, multiple hookups out of it or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But if a guy, I've also met guys who were very honest from the beginning and they hook up with 10 girls a week, but they tell every single one of them, this is only going to be a hookup. That guy's not a douchebag to me. You, you have to be, you have to like have balls of steel to be able to do that. Well, I For respect sure. people that like dudes that are, that are able to do that because I think that in, in my experience where I probably got in the most trouble with the people that I was either seeing or hooking up with or whatever was when I was not a hundred percent honest yeah. about my availability. A hundred percent. So it's really funny that now that Gabby and I have been together almost three years, like our relationship started with me being completely honest about not wanting to be in a relationship. Yeah. And so I said, I just gotten out of a relationship a month ago. Yeah. I don't want to be in a relationship. I like spending a lot of time with you. I've, like had a like a really nice I was I happened to be in, in LA for like a month. Right. So I was hanging out with her like every day. Yeah. And I was like, I'm having a great time with you, but I don't want to be in a relationship with for you. Sure. And then she was like, That's fine. But I think she took it as a game for like, sure. to be like, okay, what can I do to like flip, Women do that flip a lot. Right. How can I get him to fall in love with me? But and I'm not saying you did this, but do you feel like there's also a sense of like Actions are louder than words, and maybe you were saying you didn't want a relationship, but you were acting like you wanted one. I was acting like like were you guys I acting like boyfriend enjoying, girlfriend? Like I was, I was just. I think I was simply enjoying what was happening. Okay. I think okay. I was just like kind of drinking it in. Like you know, we were playing house in a sense, but like there was a thought in the back of my mind where I'm like, okay, well, as soon as I go back on tour. I'm probably going to hang out with this person. Right. And I'm maybe going to meet this person or whatever. Right. You were single in your mind. I was single. Yeah. I was for sure single. And I tried to make that clear, but my actions were probably saying 
something different because right. I was sleeping in her bed. And I think on the opposite side, when you want someone, like you're going to read into everything as like, right. oh, he's saying this, but like he doesn't mean it. For sure. So that's again where it's like two, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, why do you think, in your opinion, people are more attracted to a guy in a band? I think, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier in this in the episode, but like, it, there's no doubt when like somebody is like really good at something. At anything. It doesn't matter what it is. That's like true. when somebody excels at like what they're doing, it's just like, it's, it's, it's cool, it's respectable, it's like, kind of inspiring in a yeah, way absolutely. and like if you have even a grain of hotness it's like it turns into <laughs> right something unless else. you're like seriously unfortunate looking if you're doing something really well it's hot like i've been attracted to a guy because he's like playing violin really well and i'm like damn play that violin right. baby like <laughs> but even that like there's that thing where you're like oh that person is like actually ugly but like in a hot way for sure oh i I have made this joke before to my female friends. My type, except for Matt. Matt's honestly, and I'm not just saying this because I'm in love with him. Matt is very classically attractive. Yes. But in general, my type has usually been ugly guys who ugly hot are guys. ugly hot guys. Yeah. Ugly hot has been like a thing for me. Ugly for hot sure. is a is a for sure thing. That's never been my th- like. I, okay, maybe I guess like if I'm looking at a magazine or like somebody on the TV. I'm like, oh, this person is like probably not my type because they are kind of ugly, but I still think they're hot. Oh, what I was going to say, does that dated. exist for girls? Ugly okay. hot, for sure. For I, sure? I think when I think about ugly hot, I think about like a lot of models. Like you want the weird right. kind like, of... Kind of like, like bony face or like severe features. Yes, exaggerated features yeah. is, a, is a for sure thing. Like, And I guess it's it's like... It feels bad to, like, say ugly, I guess, because it's just, you know, everybody's got different standards. But also, everybody's ugly to someone. It's fine. Somebody's probably looked at me and been like, that bitch is ugly, and that's fine. That's okay. I I am ugly. (laughs) Like, I... That's why I'm, like, so stoked to be doing this. So two uglies can call other people ugly. You're allowed. it's great. (laughs) When my friend is legitimately ugly, I'm like, dude, you are so fucking ugly. It's insane. (laughs) And he laughs, or they laugh. Okay, that makes sense. And I feel like it's also, like, you... It's, like, you said earlier, it's, like... Not only were you like a musician now in high school, but yeah. you also like became confident because of that. And confidence is hot. Yes. There's a lot of guys that I'm like, I've had girlfriends who were like, he's so hot, he's so hot, he's so hot. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's just like really, really confident. And I think men are better at that than women. Like I think men, it's it's a lot easier for like a man to be unattractive and still get a lot of girls surely based off confidence. For sure. Because I just don't think women necessarily have that confidence as much um, for whatever reason. But I think the confidence that comes from having to be on a stage, having to perform, you know, the confidence of knowing you're good at what you do, being good at what you do, all of that stuff together. And I also think there's the sense of, of other people want you, right? It's like everybody wants something that other people want. So it's yeah. like a guy is slightly unattractive and like if the last three girls he's dated were supermodels, I'm like, what am I missing? Right. What What am I missing here? Like he's got something else that you exactly, don't Exactly, that I need to know. I mean, confidence is, is 100% like, well, it's not 100% what makes somebody hot, but I think it's a large portion of what makes somebody hot. Mm-hmm. And for, for me in my life, like my confidence has like changed over the years, I think, like, in it, it shows itself in, like, different ways. Like, I think my most recent confidence shift has been, like, my style, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Very, very, very confident in, like, wearing, like, maybe something that I wouldn't have, like, even a year or two ago. Absolutely. And 
That's I hot. Mean, that's that's a hot guy. Hot. That's no. a hot guy thing for exactly. sure. Style is hot, and and also having the confidence to wear things that not everybody else is wearing. So I think somebody can look at me and say like, "Oh, that guy's wearing a a cool you know pair of pants or whatever that I don't think I could pull off. Like he's just like looks cooler. It looks like hotter, whatever in that way. Because I do that. Right. I literally look at people and I'm like, oh my God, like that outfit is insane. A hundred percent. But you are crushing it right now. Absolutely. You look so good. Absolutely. And I think that makes you hot. Like I always say, I'm not hot. I just dress well. Like <laughs> I just dress well. Like, well, and you're in a band. And I'm in a band. But all that stuff But I dress well because I feel like more people are looking at me totally. to like... You know, people are taking pictures of me on stage. People are like, right. you know, meet and greet, whatever. Like, I, I don't want to look back at those pictures and be like, oh, my God. Like, I look like a piece of shit. Right. And I do. Like, I do look back at on pictures. On older ones? From like, from, like, when I first joined State Champs in 2014, 15, whatever, I look back at pictures and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, I just didn't realize I didn't care. Yeah. But, like, I really didn't care. Now I care because I'm like... Well, it's fun to care, first of all. But, of course. But yeah, like I want to, I want to feel hot. Right. For myself. Right. I want to be able to. When look you at feel the hot, you are hot, though, for sure. That's confidence. That's confidence, absolutely. Yeah. So, last question. This is sheer curiosity. At your, let's say, maybe you're there now, but at your like peak of like I'm hot. No, not you're not there now because you're dating yet. But like at your peak of like I'm single, I'm hot. Like I can get a ton of girls. Mm-hmm. Like on tour, at your best, whatever. Did you ever feel like there was pressure to hook up more or like to be like a sex god because you like dressed well, girls wanted you, you were in a band? Like, did it almost make things harder in that sense? Like, did you ever have pressure? Yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't really me because, okay. and I am I kind of thankful that my band is like, like pretty nerdy and like. <laughs> it's like, like part of the charm. We're, we're like a very interesting looking like motley crew type of people absolutely like, for sure all super different we, our personalities our looks everything about the people in my band are so different so i think if there were like one other person in my band that was like encouraging me to be like yo like let's go like, yeah you know, let's bring fuck. 10 girls back to the hotel yeah. if somebody was encouraging me to do that like maybe there was a point in my life where i would have been like yes i'm down but like my band was never like that. Got so it. kind of thankfully, like I was like forcefully pushed down a different road. Okay. Okay. Um, so you guys I more kept not, each other in check. Not to say that we didn't have some fun wild times. Of course. Of, like, course. of course. But yeah, I don't think I, I ever felt the pressure to just be like the guy. Right. But also I never really felt like the guy. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Like I wonder if like these like band guys that are like, crazy famous super hot and single yeah. have like pressure to perf- like have like performance anxiety because like a girl yeah. hooks up with them and expects well they're gonna know? say something and somebody else is probably gonna find out and about- that's the thing too it's gonna be talked about more like an exactly. average guy who has 600 followers and is private on instagram is like you're not telling everybody you know that you hooked up with them versus yeah. like if you woke up with a famous guy you are and people are gonna inevitably ask how is the sex exactly that's, and that that's what i wonder if that weighs on these hot guys i think it it might but like if you're hot and you're just crushing like constantly like you're probably you, you probably have figured it out that's true now, that's think. true that's absolutely true you know like when you have more practice makes perfect exactly and i think that was maybe one of the reasons why like i didn't try to do that because yeah. i didn't have sex till i was 21 years old late bloomer i was a very late bloomer like on per well, you know, I have a lot of Christian guilt. Right, of course. <laughs> so Classic. I, you know, I thought that I was saving myself for marriage, and then mm-hmm. I just decided, nah. Classic uh, Nick Jonas. 
Exactly. The purity ring. I didn't the have the purity <laughs> ring. Um, but, like, I don't know. Maybe if I started sooner, I would have, like, been more confident and then would have put myself out there more. But I was not a confident person in my sexual relationships right. at all. Right. So. So there was no pressure to perform. There was no pressure to perform for okay. me. Good to know. I felt like I was kind of always decent, though. I okay. felt like I was doing, I was like getting the job done. I do think, and this is not to not to discourage anyone listening, but I do think that there's a natural talent to sex. I genuinely believe that. For sure. I believe that some people can have a lot of sex and still just like never get the rhythm right mm. or never really know the right spots right. or never get the confidence. Some people are confident and very un- not confident in bed. And, and I think there is somewhat, you can learn and you can, especially with a partner, you can learn exactly what makes them tick. But I do think yeah. that there is some natural talent. I'm, I'm really thankful for my the like my first girlfriend that I had sex with because she was so like she knew that I had never had sex. Okay. And she definitely taught me like purposefully taught me a lot of things because she wanted to to obviously be pleasured. Like, right. She of was course. like, if we're going to do this, I'm going to tell you how to do it. Right. And she dude, she walked me through it, and like honestly, she was the worst partner in every other way she was just we were horrible match for each other we should have never been together but in that way i'm like so thankful for that relationship because then after that i was like i know more than i would have you know now now i feel like i know kind of what i'm doing going into the next one for sure absolutely that's super helpful It's funny because this is where I'll end it, but I always say that people think that the more girls you, like guys who have had sex with like 100 girls are better at sex. I personally think that guys who have been in like three long-term relationships are almost always going to be better at sex Mm. because when you're comfortable with someone and that person takes the time to teach you and stuff, like somebody who's been in like two long-term relationships for three years, in my opinion, are going to be better than sex. Versus a guy who's never been in a relationship. Fair. Because when you have one night stand with someone, you're not communicating really, not super. Yeah. You're usually just like drawing you're trying to figure doing it, out. it. You're trying to figure it out, but right. you're not necessarily like having in-depth conversations about, you know, how to do it. Exactly. Because that, that's uncomfortable. Exactly. Especially with a stranger. Yeah. So I think that a guy who's been in a long-term relationship is pretty much always going to have, going to be a better lover. They're going to have a than base. A They're going to have a base. For exactly. Sure. Exactly. And and I don't, uh, I, when I think about hot guys, I think about like this guy thinks that he's like killing it every time and maybe isn't that's true that's true i think that i've had better sex with ugly guys than hot guys why do you think that is because they want to try harder to they, please you yes, yes <laughs> dude for sure maybe that's why i've gotten good because i was like fuck man i need to be hotter <laughs> i need this girl I need this girl please like me if i'm not attractive she needs to come <laughs> yes at least i'll get to i'll do at that least I'll, I'll do, do that, that. i promise Oh my god, okay, that's a great place to end. <laughs> Thank you for being on for a second time. That was great. It's been a, a pretty much a year, I think almost to the, like yeah. close to the date since you've been on. So, one year anniversary. Well, we'll, we'll I'll see you next September. What were you waiting for? Give me again. I know, we'll do it. I, I haven't had sex in a while. <laughs> in your defense, Gabby's in Wisconsin. That's true. So, thank you again for being on. I hope you guys did this episode. If you did, please leave a good rating. It really helps me out, and I'll talk to you later. Grand.
Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.